to On The Mic Podcast. This is your host, Tim Drake. Today's episode, I'm coming to you live from Paley Fest on the blue carpet, talking to the cast of The Orville and Mom. I am so excited to be able to bring you guys this episode. It was so much fun covering Paley Fest for the last week. I got on the blue carpet, uh, not a red carpet, blue carpet, thanks to JetBlue's sponsorship of Paley Fest, uh, to talk to both of the cast of these shows, as well as was able, we were able to attend a couple of the other screens uh, for The Good Doctor and Queen Sugar that were absolutely fantastic. I, I was not familiar with The Good Doctor. I simply knew Freddie Highmore was in it. And, and that was about it. But I'm definitely intrigued by the show now um, and, and do intend to start watching it. I, was, I really loved the season finale that they showed us and, and really curious to see you know, what the rest of the show kind of held for this first season. So I definitely will be diving into that uh, as well as Queen Sugar. So I really, really enjoyed what I saw there. And yeah, two, two new shows that are new to me that you know, I really enjoyed. So it's one of the things I love about, about the Paley Center. Um, you just, you know, they're always celebrating television and bringing you a lot of stuff that you may not have seen before, may not have heard of, and that's what makes Paley Fest so great. Even though there's some of the biggest shows on TV and that's you know, why they're bringing in the cast and everybody to you know, have these panels and these screens, there's plenty of people that have not heard of those shows, myself included. So I mean, of course, you know, some of the big shows, you know, Supernatural, Riverdale, you know, Stranger Things, you know, we, we've all seen those, but you know, there were those handful that I hadn't. Of course, The Orville is one of my absolute favorite shows. I do love it. Just about anything Seth MacFarlane puts out, you know, I'm incredibly excited by. And Mom, you know, I love Allison Janney. I love Anna Ferris. And so I've always, I was so excited to be able to cover, you know, the, the blue carpet for Mom as well. Uh, so on this episode, we got a handful of the cast of The Orville. Unfortunately, Seth MacFarlane did not make it out to the blue carpet. Uh, everybody was kind of bummed out. We were all looking forward to talking to Seth, and yeah, he didn't make it down. Uh, but we do have so many great actors from the show. Peter McCone, Mark Jackson, Penny Johnson, and Rico Anderson. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of fun talking with all of them. Uh, they, they were just incredible. So the first interviews that you're going to hear are with the cast of The Orville um, and everything you know that they had to say. And then after that, I'll let you guys uh, know that we are now listening to the mom interviews, um, where we had a chance to talk with Beth Hall, who plays Wendy, and Jamie Presley, who plays Jill. Uh, I was really excited to talk to Jamie Presley. I, I've watched her for years. I had a, such a crush on her when I was in high school and I saw her in uh, My Name is Earl. I didn't realize that show had been off the air for so long. I mentioned that you know the, one of the last times she was at Paley Fest was for My Name is Earl, and for some reason I thought that was just a few years back. I guess, you know, for the fact that it still is on TV, you know, in my mind it's, it's still fresh, even though I know it's been off the air for years and it's been off a lot longer than I thought it had been. Uh, but yeah, it was really cool to talk with them. Unfortunately, I didn't actually get an interview with Allison Janney. Luckily, if you've been following me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, I did get a chance to at least talk with her really quick and be able to say hi, congratulate her for her Oscar. And yeah, it was, it was really awesome to be able to just have a brief moment with her. Uh, but yeah, you'll hear all these interviews. Uh, thank you to all the cast for being able to uh, to have us there. Um, thank you to the Paley Center for allowing On The Mic to be part of Paley Fest this year. Again, I had such a phenomenal time there. I'm, I'm already looking forward to next year. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Paley Center, definitely look that up. Uh, they have it in New York and then here in Los Angeles. Uh, they, they do so many incredible events with so many of your favorite casts, so make sure to check that out. You can become a member uh, of the Paley Center uh, and be able to have, have free screenings every week. So yeah, it's really, really cool. Uh, I definitely encourage you to do that if you, if you are a big fan of television. Uh, so yeah, check that out uh, by Googling the Paley Center and you'll be able to find out all the information there on becoming a member. As many of you have heard, this is a very sad week here in Los Angeles. Uh, this is the final week of Meltdown Comics and the Nerd Melt Theater. Uh, of course, I've been working with, uh, with Nerd Melt uh, for about five months now, and I've been coming to Nerd Melt to see shows since 2013. And 
it, it just breaks my heart to see this place go. It, it, it's some place that's always felt like home. It's, it's been a community and something that has just meant the world to me. I, I really credit, you know, Meltdown and Nerd Melt for changing my life. They've inspired me in so many ways. And, you know, I don't know that I'd be doing what I'm doing today if it wasn't for Meltdown and Nerd Melt. And I, I'm just so, so sad to see this go. And, you know, I'm, I'm thrilled that I get to be there all week long. I'm actually getting ready to go over in just a couple hours here to go record some more interviews. I'm shooting a very special uh, kind of documentary thing um, that we're showing at the final show this Friday. Um, the Chronicles, every, pretty much everybody that's been there um, since the start and sharing some of their memories, some of their great experiences that they've had, and, and talking about what Meltdown meant to them. I had a really kind of special moment yesterday. Uh, I went over to talk with Ed Salazar, who, you know, he's worked there uh, for years. So he, he worked with Jonah and Kamel on the Meltdown show. And, you know, he's been a big part of it, as well as Dave Clock, who designed all the posters of Meltdown. And I was meeting up with them, and Ed called me to let me know that he was over at Meltdown um, if I wanted to go over then. And as I got over there, uh, Jonah, Kamel, and Emily were all there hanging out as well, uh, kind of saying their goodbyes. And I feel like I kind of interrupted kind of a personal moment, and I felt kind of bad about it. Um, but then I was just kind of a fly on the wall for, uh, for, for a lot of their a lot of their kind of saying goodbyes and grabbing some of the last things that they had left there. And yeah, just to see those guys one last time up on the stage there at Nerd Melt, you know, it, it, it was absolutely incredible. It, it was such an amazing thing to be able to, to be a part of. And I can't thank everybody enough for letting us do that. Uh, so, so thank you to everybody over at Meltdown, over, over at the Nerd Melt Theater for letting me be a part of this and bringing us so much great comedy for so many years. If you're in Los Angeles, please come out to uh, the shows this week. Uh, again, we have shows all week long up until Friday the 30th. That's our final night. And yeah, please come out to those shows. You're not, you're not going to want to miss any of the shows this week. There's a lot of great comedy going on. Uh, Woman Crush Wednesday uh, this week on the 28th. Uh, the, uh, Marcella host. You're not going to want to miss that. The show sells out pretty much every week. And this week is going to be no exception. So please, you know, come out and see these final shows. On the 30th, uh, where my little documentary is going to show. Uh, it's a show that's been put together by all the interns. Uh, there's going to be stand-up sketch. All sorts of great stuff, and yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be incredible. I'll also put that documentary up on YouTube as well, uh, so you guys can see everything that you know everybody has to offer and shares their experiences with Nerdmelt. And yeah, we are we are so incredibly sad to see it go. Uh, but thank you for the support to everybody that's come out to see shows. Um, yeah, it's it's been an amazing time. So thank you again, Nerdmelt and Meltdown, for letting me be a part of this. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with the cast of the Orville and Mom live from Paley Fest Blue Carpet. Enjoy this episode. Hi. So now you play Isaac on the show. Yeah, I do. So what is it like being a robot when everybody else is, you know, they've got their makeup, but... They're, they're out front and you're, you're kind of behind a mask. <laughs> it's immensely liberating in a very strange way. I mean, I think actors all, all have a bit of an ego uh, that we, you know, we have to battle sometimes and sometimes let out to roar yeah. so we can, you know, play the parts that we do. But the nice thing about playing Isaac is, is you can just think about movement, think about intention and think about, you know, his place in the scene and what he's trying to do. So it, it can be quite liberating. You know, it, it has its challenges, but uh, that's, that's part of the the brilliance of being yeah. in, in science fiction. You yeah, know. exactly. Yeah. So now when you heard you were going to be doing a Seth MacFarlane show, what were your first thoughts? Is, this, is it what you expected? Is it more than you expected? 
I, when I first found out that, uh, with the audition alone, when I first found out that I had an audition for it, um, I was really excited. I mean, Seth MacFarlane, I've said before, but he's been a part of my life for the last 10 years. I've watched American Dad or Family Guy yeah. every day. Yeah, all of them, yeah. You know, and me being a Brit over in London, you know, there's a certain special place that um, Ameri the American film and TV and industry that has for us. You know, it seems so far away and remote right. and, and so special. So, it, you know, it was incredibly exciting and a bit mind-blowing when I, oh, I had I the audition. And then getting the job, yeah, of course. I mean, it was, it was a dream come true, really. So what, what was the audition process for it? Um, it was fairly straightforward. Um, it wasn't particularly bizarre. A lot of, uh, of jargony, science fiction-y lines I had to learn, yeah. <laughs> as you see me doing in the show as well. I mean, they present their own particular challenge, um, which, you know, you have to... There's only one way of doing them, really, I right. think. Isaac's lines, you have to get them spot on. You can't, uh, you can't improvise that shit. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, the, it was a very straightforward audition process really, but um, of course the results weren't straightforward at all. It was uh, quite unusual. Awesome, well thank you so much. It was great talking to you. Thank you. So I was the Mocklin doctor in the, in the third episode. Yes. So I was fully made yes. up. You wouldn't recognize yeah. me. <laughs> My mama didn't recognize me. And if you did recognize yeah. me, I'd be like, ooh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. what, what is it like when you're on a show that you know, covers you in so much makeup the yeah. entire time. Um, I love it. It's it's a lot of fun. It it has um, you know, it almost helps to bring out that character in you. It's almost like yeah. when you put on a costume and you know that 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 suit or that dress. You know, it, it helps to keep the it helps it form the character more. Uh, playing the Mocklin and especially playing it uh, so early in the show where there's still the, the whole alien race is still. Um, you know, still trying to figure out what they're all about. Right, so, right. you know, I'm, it, it's great to be able to actually um, contribute towards that and uh, help create this, this amazing universe. So when, when you're acting as a character like that, I mean, you, you spoke a little to it, kind of kind of gives you that freedom. Yeah. How do you internalize the character when you are playing somebody that's just so done up? Well, in, so in terms of uh, my character being the doctor and in terms of uh, what, what the episode was all about, I had to look into, into that whole factor. In terms of how it how it relates to today's society and, and some of the issues that we face, which is one of the greatest things about yeah. the Orville because it really touches on a lot of you know societal uh, issues. Yeah, they keep so, they keep the social commentary very strong throughout. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and, and it's great. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like kind of like you know Star Trek, where you know it makes you think and mm -hmm. things like that. So you know, you have that that factor. It it just it it, it helps me to put it in more of a perspective in terms of why I'm doing it. It's also like when a villain is doing bad stuff, but they don't think that they're doing bad. It's like, I'm a doctor, I have a job to do, and I don't see anything wrong with that. So, yeah, yeah, and with the social satire, I mean, as you've kind of watched the season develop, has there been any particular episode that you've been like, oh, that one really hit the mark that you've just oh. loved? Oh, wow. You know, there was an episode, what was that episode where, it was a social media episode, uh, where basically uh, you did something right or wrong. You had oh, a yeah, they, they, they hit the little button on, yeah, their, hit the on button. their shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was kind of cool because obviously that's, that's talking to how in t so attached to social media we are. Yeah, and the instant gratification. And, right, right. <laughs> and if they don't like you or if they don't hit the like button, you're like, what happened? Yeah. You know? And sometimes people hit the like button on the weirdest things. So, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's that factor as well. Yeah, I, I, I um, felt I related to that episode way too much. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, oh, sure. shit, what would I be doing if that was me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. I mean, and again, it does so, tap into those, those, those things that we live today. Yeah. So... 
So excellent. Well, thank you for taking the time to stop over and talk. Thank you. Thank you, you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, how are you, Penny? Okay, let's get on the mic. Yeah, yeah we'll get we'll get right on the mic. <laughs> so I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, your character this season had such an incredible arc. So where you were the only one that really had your full family in in one of the episodes of having to kind of take care of your kids. I mean, what? How, how did you kind of channel that motherly instinct of really having to focus on saving your kids' lives? Well, first of all, when you are a mother in real life, it's instinctive. Yes. So that just happens. And that's on my side, because Penny's a mother yeah. in real life. And so, um, but not with the boys. I have 27 nieces and nephews, so <laughs> it, it, trust me, it was, it, it was not a difficult task, especially with these two young actors, B.J. Tanner and Kai Weiner. I, they are phenomenal. They are professional. They were on their stuff. And playing with Mark Jackson, it was, it, yeah. everything was smooth. And so I could just bring out um, different things that you go through as a parent. Yeah, even being in space, I felt like I was on a road trip with my parents, the way that you're getting after them, fighting in the backseat. And oh, so yeah. it, 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 was, it was wonderful. So now I understand too, you were, you were part of the Gary Shandling show. Yes. So I, we've got the new documentary coming out here on HBO. So what, what are you kind of looking forward to being able to kind of relive some of that? Well, I was fortunate enough just a few days ago to do that because we had a premiere of okay. it. Um, I'm more excited about what you're going to think of it so that you finally get to um, have a peek and a piece of this wonderful man who deposited so much into the world of comedy and not just comedy, into the lives of people. Right interacted on the Larry Sanders show, which is countless. I, I can't even count how many people came through that show that I can see and go, oh my gosh, we met, you know, Gary put a lot of people together and a genius. And I'm working with a genius again. Yeah, yeah I mean, yes, uh, Seth definitely is a genius. Oh, I know that to be too. <laughs> so I, told, I tell him he's my new Gary Shandler. <laughs> what, what similarities do you really see between the two of them? They are very similar. They wear a lot of hats. Um, they're very generous, and they love people, and that's what you have to start with. So, excellent. So I look forward to seeing, seeing what your character does as season two rolls around here. So it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so Thank much. You. On the mic. Yes. <laughs> Mike, how are you? Nice so, to meet you. Absolute pleasure to meet you. Now, you're one of my favorite characters mm. on the show, uh, playing you. Bordas. So part of it, I mean, it's a comedy show, it's a sci-fi show. The comedy for your character is so perfect, being such good dry comedy. So dry. So sometimes it just steals the scene. He's like the Stephen Wright of, <laughs> of the bridge. That's that the perfect I mean? way to put He's it. He's totally like, I could see him sitting in his quarters watching Stephen Wright. And like, I understand this. <laughs> yeah, not, I mean? not even laughing. Not even laughing, but like the nod of that, like, that's, yes, yeah. I acknowledge that this is funny. So um, do, do you ever kind of look at Bordas almost as, almost like the Spock of the... Uh, you know, he's a little bit of like, um, you know, obviously Worf and Spock, but yeah, I mean, he he's not without feeling, right? You know, and I think that Mocklin, uh emotion is just different than even Vulcan emotion. Like, I think that you know, Spock is half human, so um, I empathize, um, and I think that yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you had to put it that way I suppose but I, I wouldn't you know yeah. <laughs> um, I would just say that he's very much like he's very you know, logical still if you had like you know Bobcat Goldthwait Stephen Wright Richard Pryor <laughs> Eddie Murphy you know all driving a ship he would be like Stephen Wright you yeah. know he'd just you know be the very dry you know um, element to it and I think that that's really kind of funny when you juxtapose all of those different yeah. personalities you know and I don't think he's aware 
and he's dry. I mean, that, that wouldn't be funny, you know what I mean? No, if he no. was self-aware, he's like trying to be dry. But that's just that's just yeah, how it's just it is. the character. You know, yeah, sure, I'll eat the glass, no problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's just what we do. Um, yeah, yeah. So now the show deals with a lot of great social satire mm-hmm. and and really bringing some some sensitive topics to light. You guys had, I think, one of the hardest episodes this year when you give birth to the, a female uh, baby. About a girl, yeah, the so, gender reassignment. When you guys learned that that episode was coming out, what, what was your first take to kind of reading that script? I was like, damn, I got to sit on an egg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's that look like? That's not sick. Just distracted the whole time. Arena, I'm like, but I'm, I'm brooding an egg. I'm, I'm looking at chickens and I'm seeing, no. Um, yeah, well, I... My thought was, it's like, how, that's great because we get to go there and we get to see, you know, people are still asking me and I won't tell. It's like, where does the egg come from? You know, like, I'm not, it's, you know, you gotta, it's better if you don't know. I didn't um, even think yeah, about that. Well, now my brain's like, wait a second. Exactly. You can't unthink that, can you? So there you go. It's a gift. You're welcome. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to get to go, so you have, we have this, this, this motley crew, right? This group of misfits on this, driving this ship, right? And everybody kind of is like a, an anomaly from where they, you know, come from. But it's so great to be able to, to dig into the specifics of, 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 you know, like, what what is this? And like, oh, so you come from a society that, that has no females on your whole planet? Okay, so, um, and then you have a female child? Okay, um, and then you watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and you decide that, no, my child should right. stay female. <laughs> And then you go and you fight for that, and you lose. Um, what 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 happens to an individual that, that that goes through that? So I think on a universal sort of platform, it's relatable. You know, like I am a new dad, and I can't imagine anybody coming within my microcosm of my family and, and telling me what I can or cannot do, or what I should and should not do with the the gender of my baby, you know what right. I mean? So I mean, these are deep things, you know, so it's not just sort of a throwaway kind of thing. Um, with, being a, with being a new parent, did it did it make you kind of address the character differently than you normally would have? I tell you, my whole everything has changed. Like, I, I can't, I'm, I mean, I look at little kids, I just start weeping, you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like I'm just, I'm a mess. But I just, this, 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 this crazy shield of, 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 of protection and, like, you know, like I'm just—I watch him sleep. I check and see if he's breathing. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, even when he, you know, kicks me in the face in the middle of the night. I mean, it's just—but it's like I have this thing, and so I relate differently to Huggies commercials. I relate differently to to um, plot and storylines that involve children. So my child on the ship. My child is on the ship, right? Yes. So we're going in these dangerous, you know, dark matter storms, and the ship is about to blow up. In the back of my mind, I'm like. I'm responsible. Like I brought my family on. My, sh- my family's on the ship, and they're going to share this fate. But they should. They should be at home. But they're with right. me, you know. And, and it's dangerous. The starship is dangerous, and so it's all different. I mean, it's like this crazy juggling act to to be, you know. And it's all in there, you know. It's very subtle how how we express our emotions, but um, but that's there, you know. And that's part of, you know. So I can relate to that. It's like Taylor yeah. made. I mean, I, maybe they, I don't know, they wrote it because I'm, but, it, but, <laughs> but, but nonetheless, that's the, those are circumstances, and and it and it only deepens whether we see that on the outside or not. It, on the inside, it just deepens the whole connection to 
the character, like being a dad. And, I, and those are things that are just inside that are not necessarily playable, but they're there. And so hopefully they three-dimensionalize it in an unspoken kind of way. If yeah. that makes any sense. No, it, it does, and I, I think I think you guys portray that very well. That everybody's able to empathize with yeah. with what you guys go through. Yeah, yeah, because it's like we're just going to work, but we're going to work on the starship, yeah. and we're like <laughs> traveling millions of light years around to and fro, um, and, and you know danger, but then family. So there's like there's it's, the show is doing that, and season two is is really getting into their family life too. Oh, I love it. So it's like, what? Okay, that's yeah. like, <laughs> it's cool. You know, America's new favorite couple, like yeah. the Mocklin dads. See, see now, like, now I want to see like a mashup poster. It's like, this is us, but instead of Seorville. Like, totally that. That's <laughs> totally what it is. Oh, you know, God, I've got to go talk to somebody about yeah. this and like to let them know. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good. It's good for that. Yeah, so it'll be, I'm really looking forward to more of that, that balance of how this is working itself out, you know, and I feel just so fortunate to be a part of all this, you know, because I think it's kind of like game-changing, you know, groundbreaking, yeah. you know, I mean, it's no Star Wars, I mean, but, 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 <laughs> but, but, and I mean that to say that it's no Star Trek, I mean, I mean that to say that it's, it's Orville now. It's, yeah, it's, it's its own thing. It's its own thing, which I think there's room. I mean, it's a very crowded platform right now, but right. it's, but I think that we we make room because of the way that we're approaching the genre and like you know we are you know we're we're dealing with comedy and drama at the same time so you know we'll see but it's it's a lot of fun man I'm yeah, telling you it, it all comes I, together I can't believe it's my wonderfully job. and you guys you guys have such a wonderful show and well, we I, I look forward to season two thank you I appreciate <laughs> yeah thank you I appreciate it, it. All right. all right. that was the cast of the Orville and now here's the cast of the hit CBS show Mom enjoy. So it's a pleasure to talk with you today. So before Mom, I think I knew you best uh, from Mad Men. Yes. So playing Caroline on the show. Yes. What has it been like to transition from such an intense drama to such a fun comedy? Um, Mad Men was an intense drama most of the time, but I think my character was pretty much um, comic relief a little bit. So for me, it wasn't that huge of a transition, except for you know the, the way the, the show is shot and everything is very different. Um, so I... You know, I've enjoyed both of them in two very different ways, but it's not that huge of a change for me okay. because Caroline was a bit of a comic character. <laughs> now, now Madden was your first recurring role, yes. so how did that prepare you for a show like Mom, where I mean, you've done, what, three times the episodes oh, now yeah. of Mom? <laughs> yeah, I have done three. Very good. Um, but, you know, you take one episode at a time, just yeah. like one day at a time, and you just hope that you can give your best for each episode and keep going. And it's like when I see, oh, my God, I've done over 60 episodes already. It's, it's I can't believe it. It's just been amazing. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's absolutely incredible to watch your career just explode at that point and, I know, and, and to be doing these blue time. carpets and stuff. <laughs> I've been around a long time, and to, you know, to have to achieve success you know a little later in life it's very rewarding absolutely what was it that drew you uh, to the script for mom um they called me into auditions <laughs> <laughs> so when you see some of the other network sitcoms what do you think separates mom from a lot of the others one fabulous writing i mean some have good writing but really really good writing like every episode is just like spot on and two it it's also shows a dramatic side to a very serious situation and and also shows how it can be funny and so i think there aren't many sitcoms who are showing both sides like that 
like mom is. Yeah, absolutely. So and we always try to get, get advice from actors, the young actors who listen to our show. What advice would you give to actors out there uh, that are trying to aspire to be where you're at today? The advice I always give is if this is what you want to do, if this is the only thing you want to do, stick with it. Persistence will always pay off. And just, you know, keep getting out there because if you're not out there, no one's going to see you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time, Beth. Thank you. So it's such a pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet so you. So I feel like I've been watching you all my life. <laughs> well, that makes me feel very old, <laughs> but it's okay. At least you've been watching. I, ha I have been watching. So I've seen you in so many films, but one of my favorite roles that you've had was My Name is Earl. Oh. So near and dear to my heart. So I know you were here at Paley Fest for My Name oh, well, is Earl yes. back in the day. So when it was probably been about five, six years at least. No, no, more than that. longer than that. Yeah. Now, now I'm feeling old. Oh, nine. I think we finished. Yeah, nine years ago. So from, from a show like My Name is Earl to another great comedy and mom, what what separates the two of them for you? Oh, Earl was all men and I was, the, like you know, it was like me with a bunch of men. Um, and then now I'm 40 and I get to go to work with these incredible, strong, talented, feisty women all over Absolutely. 40. It's awesome. Yeah, you guys, you guys do have an incredibly strong cast of women, which uh -huh. most shows on television can't say right now. No, I mean, and we've... You know, I love that I'm, I've been able to be, you know, fortunate enough to be a part of a show that was all women before there was a women's movement. Absolutely. You know, it's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for as long as you've been acting, so what, what do you think is the secret to the longevity of having a career in Hollywood? Making sure you don't play the same thing all the time, um, playing different characters, um, and not letting them pigeonhole you, not letting the town pigeonhole you, because they will do it. They definitely tried with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, it's such a pleasure to meet nice you. To I meet absolutely you. love your role on Mom. Thank so you. I can't wait to see more. Thank you very much. Thank you, much. Jamie.